Hey everyone, welcome. My name is Michael Danforth and I'm excited to do another podcast uh, based on uh, some prophetic fulfillment as far back as 2012. And uh, yes, this excites me. So this podcast is a March of 2019 prophetic fulfillment. And uh, not fully, but partially, some things seem full, but other things still in the making of becoming fulfilled. And uh, yes, I love this. So uh, I just want to dive right into this and just share with you some things that have recently uh, come to pass uh, that I feel that are pertinent uh, to the uh, to the season that we are in and that the, the place that God is taking us. And I also am wanting to inspire you to maybe cause you to reach further than you've ever reached before and to bring life to maybe some ideas, some dreams, uh, some expectations you've had in your life that maybe you've kind of pull it off to the side, thinking that, uh, uh, you know, they might or might not come to pass, or if so, way down the road. I want to inspire you into this place of realizing that they could happen next week. They could happen next month. They could happen within the hour that I'm speaking right now. That is how quickly things are shifting in the spirit, in the kingdom of God. So the thing that seems so far out of reach is probably right at your nose. (laughs) And so we're going to create motion together uh, just in the spirit. So as you join with me, I want to just create this prophetic motion, causing things to accelerate in your life and bringing them into fruition, to where you begin to not just see them afar off, but you see them with your own eyes, and those around you witness it in a very powerful way. Not too long ago, I released an article titled Vertical Motion, and I was inspired to write this because realizing there is this upward call that we are being lifted up into, yes, heavenly realms, but in space, in the galaxies above us. And I know when people first hear this, they're like, what? That seems out there. Yes, it is. It's out there. It is beyond the atmosphere of earth. But there is this pull. And I want to dive into this and then share with you some things that are happening that are pointing to a a level of fulfillment that this word is really about. So this article, Vertical Motion, I'm just going to read you a couple paragraphs out of that uh, just to remind you, if you haven't read it, I encourage you to go read it. It's on Facebook, on our uh, website, mticenter.com. So it starts out this way, uh, or some excerpts of it are, and I quote, as people in God, I believe we have broken through into another stage of vertical motion. Our desire to ascend to the stars, I believe, is inspired by God. 
Once again, the idea of occupying the land is not limited to this earthly plane, but into space. Yes, even the galaxies. This means our upward call in Christ, in the kingdom of God, is truly a call to go where no man has gone before, both naturally and spiritually. Currently, other nations are competing to become king of the mountain, which in this case, king of space. So for centuries, in terms of ownership, space has seemingly been somewhat off limits, but not anymore. Just as bodies of water have been separated into territorial ownership, so a race has begun to lay ownership to this seemingly empty space filled with planets and galaxies. I realize this sounds like a kind of outer limits moment, but make no mistake, there is a pursuit for ownership at the highest possible level. So, uh, unquote. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, this excites me because something is shifting, something is happening in the spirit. We're a cap, you know, for a period of time through a couple presidents or so, you know, maybe more, it was like, you know, yeah, here we go, no, yeah, here we go, no. So, in other words, they were... They wanted to, you know, venture out into space more and then not so much. And it just seemed to go a roller coaster uh, cycle. But I have a sense that that's over. In fact, I'm confident it is done. It is over. Now we are pursuing it like we have never pursued before. I believe this is a kingdom call to literally break the barrier, break the atmosphere, both physically and spiritually. So later on in this article, I'm not going to read it, but later on in that same article I just read to you, I I continued to speak about uh, the upward call and the supernatural transition that is occurring in the kingdom of God right now. So as of March 12th, which is two days ago from this day, March 14th, Uh, this news report was released. NASA administration talks plans for moon and Mars as Trump proposes $21 billion in budget for space agency. In addition, President Trump emphasized the importance of occupying space and Mars. And so now there is this compelling desire to literally venture out into space and occupy it in a way that we have never done so before. And uh, I want to also remind you that at previous gatherings, uh, I have uh, spoken about uh, a time coming when we would would literally enter into space and have kingdom gatherings there. So in other words, imagine people coming together and vesseling up into outer space and having uh, prayer groups or 
some other type of kingdom gathering to where they release, exercise the authority of their, uh, of their relationship in God, their sonship in the kingdom of God from outer space. I mean, I just love the concept of that. And I know that we are on a very fast track into uh, participating in that in a, in a very powerful way. So that will become a reality. In fact, I uh, had projected this in some of our talks. The, the, the year 2020 or 2025 came to me just in that moment that, no, it will be by this time that you will actually see these things come to place, come into being. So um, I believe this eventual habitation is due to the fact that in the Spirit, there have been men and women of God who have ventured out beyond the earthly plane into the cosmos. So in other words, by the Spirit of God, they've been moving out into these uh, cosmetic or not cosmetic, but in this cosmic, you know, way of engaging with the heavens above and therefore releasing the inspiration of God, the desire of God, and and occupying those realms in a very powerful way with the intent of God. And as a result, it creates a updraft in the Spirit. So it's like when the Spirit of the Lord speaking to John and saying, come up here. As a result, a door opens up and a new frontier becomes available to you and you are able to walk through it. So as we gain momentum, as we, as we rise up in the Spirit more and more, there is an updraft where it creates a pull on the people's hearts to come up here and to occupy places you've never occupied before. And again, this is both physical and spiritual. There's something about uh, in humanity, this desire to own land. And it's always been since the beginning of time to own land, to uh, own properties. And because it's, it, it relates to a kingdom authority, a kingdom government that God has given to us. And as a result, heaven and earth is, is under our feet and is becoming more, uh, more clear that we are truly the sons and daughters of God. So uh, this excites me because as you can see, and as you will begin to witness uh, in, in the future, you will watch as there is this unusual propelling of, of wanting to occupy space and almost like a kind of a battle because now there's an awakening on other nations as well as wanting to rise up into those areas, whether it's China and Russia and on goes a story, all these different countries, yes, it's time to occupy space. And in the article, uh, Vertical Motion, I talk about how you come to a point where it feels like you run out of room. And as you're running out of room, as a city grows, all of a sudden it goes up. And so, again, in the natural, in the spirit, that's what's happening is we feel this pull to go up. So, yes, that's exciting. So that's one thing that's unfolding 
that's coming into an fulfillment. Another prophetic word that I have spoken about numerous times over the years, but as far back as 2012, was about time changing and, you know, the changing of time and what that means. And uh, so I have I've said before that many think time, you know, we thought time is moving faster, when in fact it's us moving faster than time. And, and I say this because we are the light of the world. As the light of God increases in us, we begin to exhibit this uh, supernatural ability to move faster than the physical speed of light. So think about this. The light of God in us is supernatural. So therefore, we break free from the laws of physics in terms of the natural speed of light. Now, I'm not going to go into all of the variables of this because, you know, you can you can be in one place at one moment. I mean, there's people that are experiencing that where, you know, they are able to move about in the spirit and uh, globally move in, in different regions just in a moment. And in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of heaven, that's how that motion is. One moment you're here, one moment you're there. And I know that sounds like a lot of sci-fi activity that you might see in a movie, but uh, they didn't make that up on themselves. It's really, there's this inspiration of heaven that affects all humanity at one level or the other. So because of this light, uh, it makes it, it, it makes uh, time feel like it's speeding up when it's actually slowing down. And this is a scientific fact. If you Googled this and looked it up, you'll find articles now where science says, look, time is not speeding up. It's actually slowing down. And which is in, in right perspective as far as the kingdom of God, because that means that time is being stretched. And I see this or look at it in reference to eternity. So time is stretched. So in the kingdom of heaven, there is no end to that time, that expansion, because as the light of God increases, it keeps expanding time over and over again. Okay, so the idea of the slowing down of time is really actually what makes people think that it's moving faster, but it is us. So let me get into this one prophetic aspect of this word. Uh, Since 2012, just on and off, I have prophetically spoken about time is changing. And a piece of one of the prophetic words that I released, now I don't have all of them because we actually unfortunately lost some things that we had in our our archive, and uh, which was really heartbreaking for me because of just its weightiness and its content. But uh, one of those things in reference to August of 2012 was this word, time is beginning to change. A time is coming when you will no longer serve time, but time will serve you. The natural change of time will no longer be an off or on and off switch, but an indicator of an endless time and season of the light of God increasing on the earth. And um, 
so obviously at the time, at the time, no pun intended, uh, didn't know for sure all what those pieces meant, obviously in reference to time, things changing. And, uh, but uh, some things have been happening that have now brought this into a light that we uh, haven't known before. Now, some of you contacted me and brought this to my attention. And thank you for that, because I do need need to be reminded uh, just because there's so many things that happen. And uh, and and even though you have, you keep track of certain things, unless you hear about them, you're not able to go back into whatever level of archive that you have to pull them out. So again, thank you very much for uh, taking it seriously enough to uh, pay attention to it and to remind me. So uh, of late, uh, there are some things that have happened. Now, I have been prophetically speaking, and some of you listening to this will remember, I have prophetically spoke, I think, in a video and a couple audios, uh, about daylight saving time, and that there was something about time that would begin to change concerning that. And the latest news is this. Uh, Senator Marco Rubio filed a bill to make daylight saving time permanent nationwide. Now, under this, they call it the Sunshine Protection Act of 2019. Now, I'm going to emphasize a couple things here. The Sunshine Protection Act of 2019. This is in reverence or in reference to, uh, could be reverence, (laughs) in reference to light and to protecting this light. And it, the, uh, the Protection Act says Americans would set their clocks ahead one hour and keep them there. And again, one of the key phrases is set their clocks ahead one hour and keep them there, creating an extra hour of sunlight even in winter. So one of the things that really leaped out at me uh, in just this brief description of the Sunshine Protection Act is that we are destined to be ahead of our time. Uh, because the idea was setting the clock ahead one hour. So I believe we are destined to be, to live ahead of our time. And when we are ahead of our time, we are able to co-create with God at a much higher level. And in this sense, become the increasing light of God. Now, I realize that all of what I am telling you about, and I want you to realize it, all what I am telling you about, the light of God is the love of God. So on the basis of the love of God, all of this that I am speaking to you about exists and contains. So in, in light of this light, <laughs> of more light, another report says, Quote, President Trump apparently is tired of switching clocks just like everyone else. And in addition, he noted on Twitter, surprise, making daylight saving time permanent 
is okay with me. So again, the object of daylight saving time. And um, so this might seem not like a really big thing, but I'm looking back at these prophetic words and all of a sudden hearing this, this talk and these bills that are now before, you know, Congress and all of these things going on. And I'm like, wow, this is that. This is like, which means that we're entering into a, a new era in the spirit, in the kingdom of God. So there is this, this one time coming under our feet even more, which by this bill representing that we're no longer being subjected to time on that level. And it's just like, no, make this one time, which you know, from a scientific perspective, they've already been proving that that past, present, and future is actually one time zone, not multiple. I mean, I could go on and on. So I look at this as a huge, huge prophetic indicator of a time and season that we are coming into concerning the increase of the kingdom of God uh, filling the earth in a very glorious way. Okay, and so lastly, uh, for a while, I've been speaking about how church gatherings would never be the same again. And oftentimes I would, you know, be standing behind a uh, pulpit in a church, in a church building, and, uh, and I would put my hands on it and say, this will no longer be the focal influence, you know, of releasing the gospel in the world. And it, it kind of, it, it actually startled me at the first time I did that. But it was just a spontaneous moment. I had my hands on this, this you know, fiberglass pulpit and just began to make this de- declaration. But I could feel something shifting in the spirit, in the government of God's kingdom. Like I just felt this impulse of, of God's glory and not even sure what it's all about. But um, I knew and continued to speak at other times that the platform for expanding the kingdom of God is dramatically changing. So in light of all of that, and there's so much more that I could share uh, of certain things that I've released and spoke about concerning that over the last few years, a recent article, again in Fox News, came out and it is titled this, Church as we know it is over. And some of you, again, you sent me uh, this article and I thank you for doing that uh, because you remember some of these things that I have shared over time. And uh, so I, I looked into this. You can look, this is a Fox News article that you can look at. And I think, it, yeah, the first part of his church as we know it is over, and it goes on to say some other things. But it's in reference to online social media influencing people to, uh, to actually causing them to stay at home rather than the traditional show up on Sunday routine. Now, please, I'm not, I'm not minimizing, you know, your church, you know, your gathering place or whatever, but the reality is it's changing. And you as a leader should know, if you don't know already, it is changing. 
and that people are not frequent, uh, frequently, you know, walking through certain doors of the traditional church setting as they used to. Yeah, there are some, uh, there are some cases where they are, but the reason being is because they're the kingdom of God, the the outreach of God's kingdom, the expression of God's kingdom is dramatically changing. For example, online marketing has greatly affected, you know, just some mainline stores that have been around for 50 years. So much so, those who were kind of slow catching up with the times that we are in have since gone out of business. Why? Because people are, again, looking online, doing all these things, using social media as a, as a means to be able to connect or, in this case, uh, order products that they desire. Now, while m- people are somewhat connected, you know, or connecting on this one hour, say, on any given day with church members, and again, I say, great, they are actually spending the other 167 hours online. So they're connecting with podcasts. They're connecting with videos. They're connecting with Facebook. They're connecting with all these other social medias and the new ones that are springing up, you know, seemingly every month. They're connecting in that way. And so, therefore, what used to be the center stage of expressing or releasing the message of the kingdom of God has dramatically changed. So in those moments, even years back when I would grab, you know, uh, I think the first time I ever did something like that, I was in Leavenworth, Washington. And this was like in 2000, I think 2000, I don't know, 2005, 10, somewhere back there. But I remember just expressing this, and you could see the shock on people's faces. You know, it was like heretic. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was pretty wild. But the point is, we are obviously seeing something occur in a very powerful way. So this brings that saying, you know, the, quote, church without walls into a whole new light because many have been expressing that, saying that again and again. And I know some of you are are thinking maybe of a passage of Scripture that says, you know, forsake not the assembling of yourself together, you know, with the body and so forth. And, And certainly not. But the ability to assemble with the body of Christ is changing. It's not limited to this one or two hours on any given week. There are people that are beginning to assemble together across the, you know, across the plain, so to speak. You know, they're they're meeting, they're meeting in in uh, they're meeting in businesses, they're meeting, you know, in in places on the streets. I mean, I could just go through all of these different areas of how they're meeting, not to mention the fact that they're meeting online and all these other social medias, and now they're eventually going to meet in space. So there is no end to where <laughs> they will not come together in fellowship. And I think we should be excited about that. So uh, there is another huge change in this 
and this coming together, this spiritual interaction. And it's the ability to interact with the kingdom of God beyond the natural realm. So everything that I've been referring to up to this point relates to the natural realm, whether it's social media, whether it's a local church, whatever the case is. But there is this ability to engage with the kingdom of God, the people of God, the purposes of God beyond this natural realm. And again, it relates to this call, this upward call to come up here. More and more people are beginning to interact in the kingdom of God in ways most never even thought would be possible, at least not on this side of heaven. So there is a there is this move in the earth right now, what would be termed as heavenly interaction. It's been going on for a number of years, but you know how things are. It takes a little bit for it to really take hold. So the platforms of eternal interaction are beyond our ability to even list. So these interactions, these heavenly interactions, include and certainly are not limited to, you know, the throne of God, uh, you know, relating or encountering people that have already gone before us, regardless of the time in history, heavenly courts, kingdom landscapes, heavenly creatures, etc., And I know that even as I say this, this almost sounds alarming to some, but I have personally experienced the sound of these living creatures circling the throne of God. And I have also experienced the rainbow of colors around the throne of God. I remember prophetically speaking about certain habitations in heaven that would begin to Uh, begin to mingle, begin to blink in and out of this realm because it's like multiple realms becoming one. It's the kingdom of God is becoming one. Earth and heaven merging, and therefore that which is in heaven shows up on earth, that which is in earth moves into that heavenly realm. But I remember my first initial encounters with the color of God around the throne and how it like passed through me like a wind. And in that moment, I was impacted with the knowledge of God's love. But I was also filled with an an eternal knowledge of God's glory that I had not known prior to that experience. So I realized this, that even color itself contains knowledge. Now, there's actual fact about this, that things that they have discovered concerning color and so forth, just in the physical realm. But in the spirit, in the kingdom of God, everything contains knowledge of God's love, of who he is. The Bible says that all of the attributes of, of all of the attributes of creation re, or uh, the All of creation, excuse me, reveals the attributes of God. So that means everything contains a level of the knowledge of God. Why? Because God called it into existence. He said, let there be. And the moment he did that, there was a knowledge of God that was, you know, embedded in all of creation. So there is this updraft to where we're being caught up into this place. Now, it's unfortunate that many have 
categorize the things that I'm sharing with you as some new age tactic to lure the people of God into deception. And I can only say that I think the deception is really on the other side. Why? Because deception will always try to limit you. It will always try to confine you. It will always try to hold you down and keep you narrowed into this place of existence. So the idea that we're breaking out of an earthly atmosphere into space in the heavens above is just a natural flow of the kingdom of God in us that we want to feel all that God has created. And is that not the purpose of God? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, God's saying, I want to expand my kingdom throughout all of creation. And even as I speak this right now, I just feel like I want to come into an agreement with the expansion of God's kingdom upon you right now, upon your home, upon your marriage, upon your children, upon your business, upon your ideas, everything that God has breathed in you for this time. I just want to come into agreement and prophetically speak an expansion to rise up in you, that your home is no longer big enough. In other words, the life that is in you, the power of God that is in you, what you contain cannot be confined, and the walls are broken out and making room for the future expectation of heaven that is inside of you. So I just want to declare that this truly is a time of expanding, that we're going where no man has gone before, that we are the new heavenly Star Trekkers, (laughs) and that we are literally moving out in ways that we, you know, just maybe didn't entertain prior to this time. So, yeah, that excites me. So anyhow, please leave with this expansion uh, uh, deposit in your heart and realizing that anything that, that has tried to set you back, in fact, just prior to this podcast, I released a quick little um, note on Instagram and Facebook uh, that just simply said that the season of overcoming your setbacks is here. And, and now you are entering into uh, doors, new doors that are opening up. Now I know that's kind of a cliche that we've heard or whatever, but I just felt like people were overcoming their setbacks. And as a result, new doors were opening up to you. And so I just declare that over you right now. I'm excited about your future. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Don't forget to check out our website at mticenter.com. We have lots of books available to you. And uh, yeah, just a lot of great stuff. And we have a list of places that we're going to be. We're going to be in uh, your area. We're going to be in Wenatchee. We're going to be in Tri-Cities. We're going to be just in different places uh, throughout the Northwest. We're going to be in Spokane. But we're going to give you a list of those things, and they're kind of like this one-day meeting. We're going in and co-creating with God, teaching people how to create the future. And so we're really, really excited about this, and uh, we will keep you posted. So in the meantime, uh, have a great, awesome 
co-creating experience in the kingdom of God. Kingdom cheers.